Like this is like in America, this shit's happening. And um, I just did a post like, like most of the reason that I'm censored like this is because of the pharma BS that I talk about. And it just came out. It's 12% effective, like for, for kids. So like, imagine censoring people for talking badly about something that's 12%. Like, that just, it, it blows my mind. Or give it accurate that, information, like information that people need to get to. It, it's insane. Like it just shows like how deep this BS goes, man. But, and I'm sure that this episode too, as well, because uh, the narrative on the whole Russia uh, Ukraine thing. Let's start it off with uh, the fear porn that's going on with uh, ABC. This is an ABC News Live special report The Ukraine Russia Crisis. No, I was just saying they brought out the big, you see how they have the music, the Ukraine, Russia, like they, they got the, like it's a pay-per-view event. Like if you've watched all the news lately on CNN or anything like that, the way it has been, you know, COVID doesn't even exist to them anymore. It, it is only Ukraine, Russia and like CNN. Oh my God. I couldn't even watch it too much last night because just cause the, the heavy propaganda of, um, you know, what's it called? Like they had interviewing people and then saying like, oh, and, and then. Everybody got to remember that CNN is known for uh, faking stuff. Like in the early 90s and uh, 89, when they were breaking ground, they were doing like green screen stuff in Iraq, trying to like, you know, make it seem like they were in the thick of things. Like the rabbit hole goes so deep, like with just what these networks do. And um, I always say like it's like like they're not giving us the news because they freaking care about us and want us to be educated and know about shit. It's like they're doing this to mold your mind, like literally to like make you feel a certain way about things. And it's all calculated. Like it sounds crazy, but like that is what it is. Like this shit is calculated down to a T. 100% man. It's, and then, and then you could tell like what I try to tell people is like, look at the emotional effect that you're having. Like, I'm not saying it like, of course, like, to me, uh, just right off the top, I think the whole Russia-Ukraine uh, thing is some sort of psyop, but not like oh, in the sense of oh, it's yeah. not real. People are really dying. People are really getting hurt. Like that—that that is a fact. But but it's deterring from what it really means. You know what I mean? Like that's what you have to dig deep. And a lot of people even ask me, like, well, why do you still go through the news? I said because there's a lot yeah. of information there. You just have to pick it's through like, it. You, you I mean, gotta, it's a shitty like, job, but <laughs> I don't know. Like have like a good filter for like what's real and what's bullshit. You know. Um. Because, I mean, there is like it's not like everything is a lie. Like you need to just, I don't know, just like, yeah, have a good filter. Well, and put yourself in that position, right? Like, like I was talking to my brother earlier and I was saying, you got to think of it. Yeah, there's Operation Mockingbirds, there's intelligent agents, but also remember the news is ratings. So ratings is everything. Isn't it so convenient that right when CNN was about to die and they just got bought out by uh, Malone, John Malone uh, on the Discovery, you know, the Discovery Channel bought him out and they were dying. And then all of a sudden, the thing that brought them to life, the Desert Storm, Desert Storm is what put them on the map. And, they, and they're doing the war coverage like they do. And they keep bragging about it. Stupid Stelter is like, yeah, you know. You know what everybody's saying nobody covers wars like <laughs> it's CNN. It's unreal. And, <laughs> but 
So, so what's your take on this whole thing? Like just the whole war stuff going on. Well, that's why I got some clips. So like, we're going to, I'm going to go through a couple clips. That's what I've been trying to do is try to get more guests on and then like kind of go through the clips because we'll both have different perspective, obviously on some things and we'll see it. And then like, so I'm going to start off with first, since we're talking about censorship, uh, here's the clip, uh, with Facebook, uh, you know, blocking, uh, RT. Facebook taking action overnight after Russia announced it is limiting the social media platform. Deirdre Bolton is here with that part of our coverage. Good morning to you. Uh, good morning. And you're right. Overnight, Facebook releasing this statement saying it is now prohibiting Russian state media from running ads or monetizing content on the platform anywhere in the world. It is also going to continue to apply labels to content. So those changes rolling out over the weekend. The move made after Russian authorities demanded that Facebook stop independent fact-checking and labeling content posted by four of the country's state-owned media organizations. Meta, that's Facebook's parent company, refused. So Russia says it's now enacting a partial restriction on the platform. No one exactly knows what that means. Meta also launching a new feature in Ukraine that allows users to lock their profiles, significantly limiting what information is publicly visible. That is an extra layer of security since Russia launched its attack on Ukraine. So, like, basically they were talking about at first how... They were like uh, Russia was blocking some of Facebook stuff and then they got the, all the RT and every news outlet that's uh, Russian based has been demonetized completely on YouTube, Facebook. That just tells me like I should probably be listening more to RT. That's what that tells me. And it, it reminds me of Rona all over again, like the beginning of just the Rona BS. And it's just like. In the beginning, like the sh the stuff that they censored, like it's like that came true. So what is RT saying? That's probably going to come true. One hundred percent. That's my thought process. One hundred percent. They do it so. for a reason. They they they're they're covering up the tracks. And RT has been showing most of the stuff. Like we know Snake Island was bogus. Now, like I I kept telling people because people were asking me. I said, well, we gotta wait a little bit because all this stuff is happening. I have to wait and decipher because I don't know immediately that it's bullshit. I mean, I suspect it can it might be, but like I can't for sure say. It. And then the the Ghost of Kiev, which was proven to be a, a 2013 PC game. You know what I mean? Like like the things. It's just a joke. Like, and that, we should know that though. I keep telling people like weapons of mass destruction right there, man. Like, uh, uh, the, the reason we win a desert storm, we had a, uh, you know, uh, that chick, that, uh, chick, uh, I forget her name, but she was crying in front of Congress and saying they're crushing and killing babies and incubators. It's this emotional reaction. If they want you to have an emotional reaction, you should know. And, and you could tell by like that reporter, how she's saying, and she's like, <laughs> and Russia's going to do something, but <laughs> nobody knows that they're, they're laughing a lot in these because they don't really know and there's a lot of tells when you listen to a lot of uh cnn msnbc fox news any of these people they have a lot of tells like or when they have somebody on like you can listen to them and when they say like ah like or you know what like the, the certain things they say that's when you know it's like something scripted coming out of probably an intelligent agent's mouth <laughs> it's see my thing is like I know that they're corrupt as hell. I know that they have an agenda, but this shit only works if people are stupid. Like if people fall like for this BS and it's like, there's people that, and then I end up like losing faith in the education system because it's like, 
These are people with college degrees and shit falling for this. And it just shows that anyone can get a college degree. You just have to put BS on a piece of paper and regurgitate what the teacher wants to hear. And it's like, it's crazy, dude. Like the, the people that I graduated college with are like just parroting the same narratives. And, um, it blows my mind. It really blows my mind. Yeah, it does get frustrating, right. too, because, like, man, I didn't go to any education. And I'm like, man, I could see it. Like, you know, and I just tell people, like, like, it's human nature, though. I think it depends on the people. Like, some a lot of people don't interact with others. So they don't know how to tell when someone's lying or trying to take advantage. I've seen so many people be shifty and just in regular life. So, you know what I mean? Like, where you're like, I, I don't know if it's, like... I see some pretty extroverted people that are falling for this. I don't think that it's like how much I don't, I honestly don't know what it is. I think that it's like, um, I think it's the polarization, man. Like when you polarize people to a side, like that's what I've been after for a while. Like, cause everything's gotten so far that people have to feel like they're on a certain team. Right. In 10 years ago, nobody really cared as much. Right. We used to talk politics. Everybody say, blah, 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 say your piece. It wasn't a big deal. But as soon as they made it into this huge thing that like, oh, if you're on that side, you're a piece of shit. Like once it became that, I think that people got it saturated in their head. And I think when people do stuff for so long, it becomes routine. Yeah. See, see, I, I wasn't really, again, like I wasn't really big into politics until the, until two years ago when this bullshit, when this BS started happening. Well, like then I'm like, dude, there, there's something more to this. And, and again, like I, I don't even look at myself as some like rocket scientist genius. I'm just like, I feel like, like I would, especially like when I was in school, like I was always like, you know, like, I mean, I didn't like try, but I was like, you know, like a BC student. I just did what I had to do to get by. And then, um, but yeah, it's like, there were people that like, I feel like society just got like dumber and like, like for real, it's weird. Like, it's like people that I looked at as like smart people, just like, just parroting celebrities and just the government. It. It, it doesn't make sense. Well, maybe they all, all, really. always were parodying the government, but you just didn't notice, you know? Like, maybe you didn't, you know what I mean? At that time, like, and now you're seeing, like, oh, you're not really smart. You're just saying what that guy said. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I guess that's kind of what, if you think about it, that's kind of what school is. It just, like, it teaches you to, like, just mimic the teacher, you know? Like, basically just, like, what memorize their style and like the way that they well it doesn't teach critical um, thinking for sure like and i think that's why because you're you're supposed to just memorize things most of it's memorization instead of critical thinking they're they're not they're not actually telling you to solve like a a real world problem they're like oh we you can solve this problem but we have just memorized answers yeah it just here's like uh most of it's like multiple choice so you just like memorize the formats and like the, the patterns and then you just spit it on a piece of paper, forget about it. But, but still, like, I, I don't, th- I don't know. Some shit just like, I think that it's like natural instinct for some stuff. Like if they're giving you a, um, you know, like just sob stories and it's like, I don't know, it just doesn't add up to me. And then like the, with Rona, it's like, they're giving you a free donut and shit. Like, 
nothing in life is free. Yeah. Like there's a reason they're pushing that to you. And, and I don't know, man. I think it's just different types of intelligence, you know, like I think like critical thinking is something that you have to develop over time. And then just like, really like, it depends on like how you grew up. I think that's why a lot of people that are like into truth or conspiracy type of stuff is because uh, maybe that like, having experiences bad experience with the cops or you know what i mean or have a bad experience where the city did something corrupt where you actually saw it and then you because people have this belief that no it's good it can't happen here they wouldn't do that but the thing that got me the most honestly about the whole rona everything like that is that the people were like i would tell people they would be like oh man system it sucks it's it's bullshit it's systematic racism i'm like all right cool i can i could subscribe to a lot of that like the system is but bullshit but then you're telling me i have to listen to them what the? <laughs> you're saying i have to listen to the guys that are corrupt I, that doesn't even make any sense to me you're like oh well this one's all right oh this one's all right i'm like i don't see that like i see to me if you're making money off of politics then like obviously you're not have my best interests at heart and and with the whole russia thing i have uh, uh another clip from bbc this is actually a a, a mp of uh, i don't know how to say, i'm gonna butcher this name Fedor Milanov, uh, uh, he's a, a Russian uh, MP, and he kind of gives, I'm going to have in, in the show notes, which I post on Telegram, the full nine-minute conversation, but this is what they're saying is going on over there. And on this program, we've been hearing in the past half hour a number of voices from Ukraine describing uh, what's happening. We're going to spend a few minutes now hearing from uh, Russia uh, and a Russian politician. Vitaly Milanov is an MP from the ruling United Russia Party. I asked him why, first of all, Russia had invaded Ukraine. For many years, you've been trying to use this poor territory with a weak state as anti-Russian force. And now it's a small payback time. It's like a reasonable reaction towards the aggression. Ukrainian, so-called Ukrainian military forces, as far as I can call these people, running as fast as possible towards Poland now. Uh, these people, you know, being used by you, Europeans, you did it. Actually, well, I don't understand why. What you used in what way? I mean, this Ukraine is a sovereign country, and it has a right ah, to self-determination, and and it's made uh, its choice to become a democratic country that looks you, to Europe and the West uh, for for support. You used to call you used to call Ukraine as a sovereign country only when it's important to call them sovereign but you're making it sound like it's a sort of puppet government of uh, of the european union when in fact what it looks like is about Uh, to happen is that russia wants to create a puppet government in ukraine no 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 we felt ourselves quite comfortable with ukraine as a sovereign state being a neighbor a peaceful neighbor of russian federation for many years right after your best uh started to make politics there from the so-called revolution in Ukraine, right after your unsuccessful attempt to make your puppy state in 2014. So he kind of goes for like, like I said, it's a nine minute, but there's a whole different perspective. Like that's what's wrong with censoring you, censoring me, censoring RT, censoring anybody, because we need both perspective. And it's even more interesting. They brought a guy from the West on like some American dude, I forgot, I think from the state department or something. And he was just like, I can't believe you brought me on with another viewpoint from me. And I, and this viewpoint, I don't like it. (laughs) Like he didn't like how it's like, dude, that's what we need. We need conversations so we can figure it out. Um, someone explained it, 
um, really good on my, uh, I think, I, I forget which post it was, but someone said that basically Ukraine was part of Russia and then they like broke off from it. And um, so, and they, they flipped it. They said, imagine if the U.S., like, like we're living in the U.S. in California, imagine California secedes from the U.S. and they're their own um, place now. And then California starts like bringing in shit from China, like like weapons, uh, bio labs was which is what I think is going on right now. Um, imagine like how would you feel if if China's got bio labs set up in in California? Yeah, that people would be we would be up in arms. But I think to me personally, I think it has more to do with the Great Reset. I think Putin's playing his part. I think he's uh you know people. It, uh, Schwab, uh, uh, you know, I got Schwab right here, fucking the... And I have to say, um, when I mention our names, like Mrs. Merkel, um, even uh, Vladimir Putin and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Not just that, plus uh, Putin's really good friends and he admires, he even wrote about it in his first book, Henry Kissinger, a known globalist. So to me, what I think the play is, is... Kill the petrodollar for sure. They want to kill it because, you know, that's part of the reset and get a then everybody's going to compete. Because the thing that I think people understand is it's still going to be China, uh, Russia and U.S. Uh, competing to who has the new digital currency that runs the world. And I think China's in the lead with that. And I believe. So do you think crypto is good or bad? Do you think crypto is going to be bad or good? Because I see both. I think it's inevitable. I think it's inevitable. I think there's nothing that we can do about it. And I think that the one thing I am hopeful of is just because I use cable. Uh, no matter what, we're going to find a way to manipulate it. You know, people are pretty pretty strategic. And when you get put them up, uh, they're back against the wall. I think there will be so many like invalid cryptos that people are going to have on the black market. And I, I think it's going to be good and bad. So do you think that like the dollar is just going to completely go to nothing or do you think that it's still going to always be in the background? I think that they they would like to, but that's tough. I think that it's tough to get rid of it completely because there's going to be until they can get rid of the older people that are still want to see cash. You know, there's still people that carry like cash in their wallet. Like I rarely do. I actually do have cash in my wallet and usually I don't, but cause I'm so used to the card. I think most of us, and I'm 38. So I'm sure that people that are younger than me are, don't even really use, like my daughter don't use cash. She's just always on a card. You know, I think once they get enough people that are like, Oh, well, they use card anyways. It's like nothing. Cause then it's not a big deal, you know? Cause you can't just implement something on the people because they're gonna be like, Hey, what are you doing? You got to keep tricking them. And they're, they're constantly tricking us. And that's what I think this war is. And I think it's also to raise the fuel prices. The fuel prices will be outrageous. Oh, how convenient. Just as they're pushing the Green New Deals and all this stuff, you know, and like I just seen it going hand in hand. It can. I see some of the, the theories out there and I like them, like I, but I just don't have enough evidence on them. I looked into the little bio labs and stuff. I haven't got a lot of evidence on that. But that could also be part of it. They could just be like, that may not be their main objective, but they're like, ah, since we're here, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. So um, there was an article, I think it was from, is it Newsweek? I, I don't know, but uh, this is like way before, this is like a year ago before this war BS was going on. Putin's um, advisor said that the U.S. was 
messing with biolabs near Russia. And this was an article. This was a mainstream news article. And then now today, if you check it, it says fact check proven false. But again, how many times have we heard proven false? And it turns out to be true. And a plus, like, I mean, that's a different news organization, but the Facebook was in court, had to say that their fact checkers are nothing more than someone just judging yeah. off of something else. Like, they're just, they're not fact checkers. They're not the, journalists. They're political hacks yeah. that are just covering for this BS agenda is what it is. Because it's like, because if you remember, like, when Hillary Clinton was, at, you know, in the state's office, she she's the one that pushed this this little coup, tried in Russia, all these protests uh, that was pissing off Russia. So I think they were intentionally trying to push the bear, make it look like this whole uh, thing that's going on. I do have an interesting clip from TikTok. It's uh, this guy's theory of, like, because... They're talking about how it's a it's not over gas, it's over water. So I guess there was this uh, body of water that 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 the Ukrainians built a dam, and now after they built the dam two years later, it's ninety percent of the of the agriculture in Russia is gone. So that could also play. They might be just blowing up the dam. Why would Russia want to invade Ukraine? My take is not what you think. This is the northern Crimean channel, which runs from the Dnipro River all the way to the eastern point of Crimea. Completed in the 1970s, it provides about 86% of the fresh water to the peninsula. But following the Russian annexation of the Crimean Peninsula in 2014, Ukraine turned off the flow of water by constructing a dam. This effectively killed agriculture in Crimea as the cultivation area shrank by 90% in just two years. Additionally, this resulted in severe water shortages, with water only being available for a few hours a day. Damn, it's probably a it's probably a combination of things. Like, like, um, I mean, so it's probably that biolabs, whatever the hell Hunter Biden and that for real. Like, there's so many corrupt things going on. This is we're not getting involved because we want to save Ukrainians' life. Like, there's so many just like unjust things going on in the world right now and no one cares we pick and choose when to care when it um helps out our bank account when the, not our bank account but the corrupt people running yeah the central the banks and in, so, in the federal reserve i would also say because i keep bringing up like well where was america when turkey was invading armenia in 2020 like though they were literally like their teachers they were they were trying not even show that on the news like i had a dig to find that yeah, it's and like with a lot of stuff, too, it's like Google just completely manipulates how things come up to like hide it, dude. It's it's crazy that like this is the shit that we would talk about when we would talk about North Korea like five years ago. And it's happening here. And, and people don't care because they're told it's a good thing to keep us safe. And the, so and the ironic talk. thing, too, is like... uh uh, you know, when I was saying they're trying to bust a dollar, that's what I think the whole move of the sanctions on Swift, because a lot of people already like tired of Swift because we have such a dominance on it. So like they're going to spin it off and try to make other ones. So that's to like where there has to get that new digital currency. And as far as the storylines, you're right. There's tons of storylines. And I have this other one. This is to bring back a little bit. Uh, do you know who Aaron Mate is? He's a reporter for um, I believe it is. I think he used to be on The Guardian and now it was a. Uh, uh, the Intercept or something like that, like one of those uh, 
I can't I can't remember what news, but he's he's on Jimmy Dore a lot, and uh, he broke down on Jimmy Dore a little bit of what's going on about the neo Nazis. Like they, the people aren't aren't talking about that as much either because uh, it's kind of ironic that people that are blindly supporting this Ukrainian thing were also saying, "Hey, we're against racism," but I'm like, "Well, what? Are, you don't know these countries. You don't even know they're they're way different than America. It's not a melting pot like it is over here." And and he breaks it down a little bit. Late 2013. The Ukrainian president at the time, Yanukovych, he is going to sign this major agreement with the West. And it was one that the U.S. and the EU were really, really pushing on him. And basically, it would have forced him to seriously curtail economic and cultural ties to Russia, which is Ukraine's neighbor. Uh, and it would bring Ukraine further into the Western orbit, which was a major goal of the U.S. regime change pro-war lobby at the time. The head of the National Endowment for Democracy, which is the regime change arm of the CIA, he wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post at the time calling Ukraine the biggest prize for the U.S. in its goal to basically undermine Russia. And he felt, he explained that if Ukraine can come into the U.S. orbit, then that will actually have an impact in Russia and possibly lead to Vladimir Putin's overthrow and make every neocon in Washington the happiest neocons in the world. So the U.S. pressures Yanukovych to sign this trade agreement, uh, but there's a problem. Yanukovych realizes at the last minute that, oh shit, if I sign this, I'm going to have to cut pensions and I'm going to have to cut energy subsidies. And this will doom my reelection campaign. This is not going to fly. So he gets cold feet and Russia sweeps in and sees an opportunity. And they offer him a more generous trade association deal, which he then says he is going to sign. So basically, we put in our puppet, you know, our puppet government, and we're playing games over there. Like you said, like if if California is seceded from the United States and all of a sudden you have uh, China over there first there, you know, hey, we're just over here trying to help out. Then 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 there's troops on the ground. Then there's like defense systems. There's these new missiles. Like, come on. You think that Nevada is going to be freaking out. Utah is going to be freaking out because you're going to think they're going to invade you next. Exactly. And um, I it's it's sad that it's like this, but like I, I don't like trust our government at all. Like whatever we say. I, I like I used to think that we were like the good guy like I used to like um with all the terrorist stuff in the beginning like in like 2001 whatever like in the beginning I was like I mean I, I was really young but I was like kind of like prejudiced because like, I, I didn't know what the hell I thought Muslims did that shit and then as I got older, I don't know how, but like, or like what I watch, but I guess I went down the rabbit hole and realized like, dude, we, we did this ourselves. Like, and we did this to justify a war for someone that didn't even have weapons of mass destruction. Like it, the whole thing's a lie. Like, it's like mind blowing. And, um, people still just continue to trust the government after that. 
And even more it's things, crazy. like, especially, like, I get frustrated with people that are even older than me because I'm like, dude, you've seen even worse. Vietnam, uh, uh, the Pentagon Papers, you live through that stuff, like, and you still have this trust. The JFK, like, the, the the talking about Operation Mockingbird where it was wide open in, in, in the Senate hearings, you know what I mean? They're talking about it, and it's not like, that's why I try to my best to base off of factual as I can, you know, things, because I already know that if I go, oh, this and that, people are not going to listen to me. But even when I give them factual information that they can go look up themselves they still refused the information because yeah. <laughs> they've already chosen to um, believe what they want to believe yeah dude uh, there's people that that like even even after like uh with with the juice like even after like the stats come out and it's not nearly as effective as they say it was like they still justify it. Like they still find a way because they've just been beaten into it and they don't want to like admit that, that it's, there's no reason for it. And so they'll find a way, they find a way to justify it. Yeah. And it has to fit like, especially a lot of people that taken it. Like, I think it also goes to where people like, you know how, like if someone's speeding or remember in school, like someone got caught doing something like, well, they were doing it too. Like, that's like, it's that whole aspect of where it has to be all of us. And people just can't get through this news a lot of times. Cause I'm like, man, we've already seen all this, you know, like over and over, we just seen it for two years and they're doing the same exact thing with the Ukraine, Russia. And then people are just, even people that were against the jabs, like people are like, oh no, but this is different. No, it's not different. Like it's, it's the same thing. Like where you dangle this enemy, this boogeyman of whether it's a virus or it's Putin or North Korea, uh, uh, terrorist drugs on the street, whatever you label as the boogeyman, you're trying to push that. You're not actually trying to resolve any of these issues. That's why we have people like Victoria Newland, like in I think it was like 2015 or something, where she got caught on the phone, uh, 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 talking about like, man, fuck the EU, we're gonna put this guy inside the office, we're gonna put this guy as a Ukrainian. Like th this is stuff the CIA is known for. Like they go into other countries, and and that's what I thought the whole Obama Trump thing was is that them doing it to us because you know after the uh, uh, now that they're legally allowed to run propaganda on us with the Munts Act, you know what I mean, being overturned that. I think they just push all this narrative so we can constantly be fighting because if we're fighting each other and I'm so invested on uh, getting my point across to this person or winning this debate or whatever people think it is, I'm more focused on that. I'm not I'm backing my guy no matter what. And I always try to tell people, you know, they work for us like you're supposed to treat them. If you voted for them, you're supposed to even put them to a higher status. But to me, I no longer even I've tried to vote like as just to like as a yeah. But now I'm just like, you know what? I don't see us getting a, we, it's like we need to restructure. You know what I mean? Like I completely agree. Like my whole thing is like you're not going to um there's a quote like you're not going to vote your way out of like corruption you know like it's like the system needs to be completely just taken down and restart like you're not going to fix this like what's happening right now like we're in too deep like we need to just completely go back to step one. yeah for real and, and and start with uh uh what's it called all politicians have uh what's it called uh Term limits, man. Like, how can you be in Washington oh, yeah. for 80 and years? They, they shouldn't be able to inside no. trade. Well, like, that's just such BS that, like, I, I mean, that's how they make their money. Like, think about that. Um, even if you made 
a thousand dollars a year. Like, like I would take a thousand dollar a year salary if I knew where stocks yeah. were going. With a thousand dollars, I could turn that to a million dollars. Easy. If I knew beforehand. Well, like so so that's where their money's made, like just being corrupt as hell. So that's why they take these jobs. It's not because they wanna um make sure shit's good and right. It's so they can just finesse the system and um basically make money off of uh screwing yeah. people pretty much. What what is your thoughts on the Great Reset as far as like Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum? Um uh, I mean, I know Event 201, like, they said that, then a little bit later, some, uh, the BS happened with the Rona, and then now they're saying Cyber Polygon, and now I keep seeing, uh, basically shit about hacking, you know what I mean, like, hacking the system, I, I don't believe that, like, it's all set. Like, I just don't believe it's all these people have it down to a T and it's just like, it sucks because like, I see how powerful these people are. So it's like, what really the, the, the only like thing that we can really do is like, I mean, it sounds kind of selfish, but like, it's like focus on being our best self, you know, like focus how can I be my best self and for me, for my family, um, and maybe like the close community around you? But other than that, like it's like uh, these people have a lot of power. And I don't see like – and they control like big tech and shit too. So it's like it's hard to reach people too and like I- – you know, I like, think that it's not tell them what's going on. I don't think it's selfish for you to say that because I think I subscribe to that because I think the the better you do for yourself, the more likely you're going to be better to other people around you. And then that spreads. You know what I mean? I think that's the mindset. And I think things we can do is fight fire with fire. Like I, I've been saying this a lot lately, but I thought that we missed a big opportunity during the uh, whole George Floyd incident. I think that uh, MAGA and, and should have teamed up with the street teams of BLM, not the head people, but I'm talking about the people that were on the streets and kind of like said, hey, we're after the same thing we're against lockdowns we're against government overreach you're against government overreach both but we couldn't see and put them in the parallel you know because it's the same thing but like our emotions get the best of us we go oh no but you're doing this and and you're but but here's the thing though like the people that in the people that really influence the world the movers and shakers if we did do that they would have found something else to to put a a divide in that they would have staged a like you know like uh, a shooting of maga versus um sure sure i George can see Floyd. that they're, they're, i don't know like like while we're talking about russia they're probably talk like already two steps ahead on like some transhumanism yeah. bs dude do you think it's hopeless then yeah, do you think that we're hopeless or like uh i mean I don't like to think that I, I think that there's always a chance, but like people need to like, I don't know. It's like fall for it. Like maybe a few times, but like after the fifth time they're pushing BS, like how are, how are people still eating this shit up? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's why I think like it's a, it's important for people like me and you to kind of like teach people how to 
teach even like not just teach the people a lot of people that are watching yeah, but, already know i don't think see but but then this the conversation is always well where's your metal medical degree how, how do you know that uh, who are you to tell me that these aren't safe and effective but then they'll listen to bill gates who has the same medical degree as me so it, it just there comes to a point where just like let these people like it's in a way it's kind of like darwinism it's kind of like survival to the fittest and it's no longer the fit people survive it's it's the people that like are able to decipher what's bullshit or not No, but i think if we focus on the working class i think that's part of the problem is a lot of the people that did are highly educated they feel like they are elitist even though they're technically not elitist they have that elitist mentality so i kind of focus more on the working class people people that more um know the day-to-day that know the struggle if i think when we get to those people they can already see like yeah things are fucked up like you know what i mean like things are not on the level of where we so you People that are already like, oh, I went to school for eight years and I earned this. I deserve this. I need this. Like, I, I've worked with people. People get mad at me. They're like, I got a high school. Uh, uh, they're like, you got this and I got all these degrees. How come you get m- more money than me? I'm like, well, oh, I've been working for like 30 years, man. Like, what, what do you mean? Like 20 years. You know, I've been doing the same thing and I know how to run it. When you run in here, you don't know what you're doing. I have to teach you. So that's why I was like, why you went to school, which is fine. I chose to jump into the workforce. And it, it works different when you're in a warehouse and, and, and a more manual labor. And I think when you because I get a lot of conversations with people like that and I get I, I get people. I try to find ways to flip it on them where I already see what they're against and I can use what they're against. Uh, part of, you know, pushing what I think is the proper narrative is just we the people are always the power. And I think people start to realize that it's hard because like there is a lot of people. But once you have most of the working class people and people like, you know, uh, poverty, working class, then you could chip away at the because co- there's already enough. There's already a lot of us. And we're like, hey, you don't have to go with us. We already got this thing covered. And I think that's the only approach we can really take. Yeah, um, it just I don't know, like. See, I think a lot of it too, like stems on like where you're located because I'll, I'll see people in like Florida and like, I'm like, these people know what's up. Like people in like the kind of like the, they just realize that government's corrupt, like stay the hell away from me. Let me do my own thing. But I'm in a liberal ass city. So like, like I think that this shit's over. Then I'll like go outside and I'll be reminded like, these people are still masking out outside alone. Like, so it's like, I think a lot of it depends on just like your location, you know, like if you're around just sheep, then you're going to like think the whole world sheep. But like, I don't, I don't, I think it depends just location and you just have to find like your tribe, I guess, just find the, the people that know what's up. Yeah, and then just like and yeah. le- and let's keep letting them go. Like you are right though, because in different cities you're like, whoa, like because I can go to a different, and I'm like, dang man, it's a little bit different here. You go into a store and everybody's like masked up, and then you see the yeah, shoes. Uh, someone said, "What city are you in?" I'm in um I'm in Philly. Philadelphia. Oh, not too far from me. I'm a, I'm a uh, Metro Detroit. Um, Detroit. Yeah, Metro Detroit, Michigan. Isn't oh. That's pretty far. I mean, like, I'm, I, I'm from Cali, so it doesn't seem that's where I'm originally from. So, Uh-oh. every all these states seem close to me, you know, like it's like yeah, yeah. six, eight hours, not even eight hours because it's eight hours to Tennessee. So, I think it's like four to six or something to Philly. 
Are you serious? Yeah, not, Detroit is only not that far. Four hours away. I'm pretty sure it's pretty close. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I could be wrong. I though. The, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But. But I think what you're but doing yeah, is yeah. important. That's what I'm saying. Like, so of course you're gonna feel frustrated, like being in a bigger city and seeing all that. But like, I think it's probably better when you get out here. You know, like get on, get on a channel, get on your, you know, on the podcast and do your yeah. little. Uh, you got TikTok as well, right? I've been. Uh, well, I seen uh, I, I started another one up, but I I got banned again for like the the eighth time. So I'm on my ninth account. But I told myself once I get banned ten times, I'm. I gave it a, a go. I gave it a try, and I'm done. Yeah, so, but like, it, it, I don't. It's it just the, the censorship. See, on this, like with me, um, they did take me down once, but I was able to get it back. But for the most part, they just censor it. You know, like they just um, they, they mainly just like hide or shadow ban my content. Like, don't let me go live. But they don't take. They haven't taken me down. So. Um, but yeah, TikTok, it just, they take, they literally take me down with no warning. So it just, you're gone. One, <laughs> you just log in and it's not there. Well, since you were talking about like the whole cyber stuff and like the cyber pandemic that Klaus Schwab was claiming is happening. I think we have a little bit of, uh, uh, that going on. We got the, <laughs> the wicked witch is back. We got Hillary Clinton. She was on the morning Joe and she kind of starts talking a little bit about anonymous. And then, you know, there was a lot of reports of, and people should know that one of the biggest, uh, cyber uh, attack places is Ukraine. Like they're like, that's what they do. You know what I mean? And here's her kind of like, to me, I took it as she is pushing the narrative of trying to get people to, to be rogue hackers. What can we do as a country to encourage and support those people? David, that's a great question. That's not a great question. And uh, even though I did not encourage the demonstrations back in 2011, uh, I did point out on behalf of our country that they were in response to uh, what was an obvious uh, effort by Putin to stay in power and to literally rig his elections. Now we are looking at Russians once again in the streets. They don't want a war with Ukraine. There's a lot of family and other connections between Russians and Ukrainians. I think we can have both what I would argue for uh, government support, but also non-governmental support. There were reports overnight that uh, Anonymous, uh, a group of hackers, took down Russian uh, TV. Uh, I think that, you know, people who love freedom, People who understand that, you know, our way of life depends upon uh, supporting uh, those who believe in freedom as well could be engaged in uh, cyber uh, support for uh, those in the streets in Russia. We did some of that during uh, the Arab Spring when I was secretary of state. <laughs> so that to me is a call to arms. She's, uh, you know, giving a pat on the back to the good old uh, CIA feds uh, anonymous like. We've known that for a while, that they were bogus, but they're back in the scene. So, no, well, I didn't think that they were, like, in the beginning, I thought that they were, like, legit. But then now I see that they're, like, agreeing with the, basically, all the puppets in the, the mainstream media. So it's like, they've been infiltrated, is what I think about Anonymous. Like, I, I think that they started right, and then, I guess... CIA or some BS got to that's it. what the story goes from what the legend has it you know that like you know that they because yeah. they kind of crop no I, I mean 
look at what they're pushing mm-hmm. now. Like it's to me, it's it's no doubt that they're they're not the same group that when it started. No, not at all. And what happened is they got infiltrated supposedly by the FBI, and you know that's what FBI and CIA does. They go, hey, you're pretty good at this. You should you should do it for us. And then they and going from probably not having a paycheck to getting yeah, we, a paycheck. Yeah, well, your things like I don't know if it's on my end or on your end. Uh, am I, do you still hear me? Yeah, I me? can hear you. Can you hear me? Because because your thing your thing it's like um, on my end it's like showing loading. So so I, I don't. Oh I don't yeah, know. you blinked out for a second, but yeah, I don't. It's probably because they're like, ah, oh, you you are using your backup account. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Yeah, but like so to when I hear Hillary and George Soros and all this that like that that's a warning that's a red flag right there like okay she's calling to arms she wants people to come out there and and try to like be rogues to me right she's like if you're she said it she said if it's freedom you know there if anybody that's fighting for freedom that means like they're attacking on you it's your attack on freedom and then that's how you rile people up Yeah Yeah I mean anything Hillary says like it's like yeah, I mean that's the puppet of the puppets. Like she's she's pushing something. She she's the worst. We're like close to like the tail end, so I'm gonna get off a of Russia real quick because I wanted to show two two little stories real quick uh, uh, that we probably don't hear about. Like, and this kind of goes with the Rona narrative. You know what I mean? This is uh, uh, the settlement that they reached with the pharmaceutical company companies over opioids. Just listen to the end of who gets the money. All right, four U.S. corporations will pay a combined $26 billion to settle claims over their role in the opioid epidemic. Johnson & Johnson and three major drug distributors agreed to the settlement while insisting it was not an admission of guilt. While none of the settlement money will go directly to victims of opioid addiction or their survivors, most of the money will go to state and local governments to deal with the epidemic. So your kid OD'd, oh well, it's going to go to the state. (laughs) unreal um they need they need to do the 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 free crack pipe oh, you know? yeah you know what and the thing that don't you think he missed the opportunity i thought he was gonna go to the weed because like at least you would probably get buy you a year of time that would have bought you a year of time or maybe they're saving that down the road you know what i mean i don't know maybe because i was like how do you go to crack pipes at least go to weed first isn't it supposed to be a gateway drug like <laughs> it's it's just um everything that it, like you gotta ask like has our country like uh, like i understand that like we've always been you know it's politics like there's always like corruption somewhere but like i really think that this is like another level of just um and you have to ask like has i think this country's been infiltrated i, I really do and i hope that i'm wrong but like you look at some of these moves and it's like that that they pass and it's it's like they it's like they're intentionally trying to screw this country like like there's no logical reason behind the majority of of these moves yeah it's almost like like uh you have a team and you're like dude you're still loading like, <laughs> i don't know what i don't know what's wrong yeah you're still it, I'm gonna take a screenshot so, so you can see like what it looks like on my end. Like the little death circle. <laughs> yeah, 
it's just been it's been like that for the last like yeah, that happens sometimes on mine too. Like I'm a I'm pretty heavy shadow band. Like I, I get like, but I creep around. Like they they keep me around for some reason. And I got one more last one. I thought <laughs> you'd be interested in as well. It's uh I don't know if you heard about that new Swedish study. Swedish study. Um, is that is that the one that said that like this didn't work at all? Yeah. Well, no. This one is about um like uh I'll, I'll let you I'll let him tell it. So there is a Swedish study that shows that the spike protein RNA from Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine in vitro goes into the liver cells and is converted into DNA in their nucleus. And it also increases the expression of the reverse transcriptase line 1, which is an enzyme in all of our cells, mostly present in the dividing cells. and that enzyme is the one that helps to convert the RNA of the protein, the um, vaccine, spike protein vaccine RNA, into the DNA. And that DNA is found in the nucleus in vitro. So let's look at the study. It is a Swedish pub accepted and published study. So it's not a preprint. It is not something that is still waiting for review. It is reviewed and published. I'll have this whole video. Oh, oh there you are. I see you again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see you again. You're back. back. Did you get to hear that though? But, uh, uh, he said something about the RNA spike protein. So basically what he was saying, I'll have the full entire video up. Uh, he was talking about like, you know how it was a conspiracy theory to say that the RNA, the RNA, uh, mRNA vaccine was uh, altering your DNA. It the Swedish study has proven that it, it it does yeah. alter your DNA. Yeah, of course. Fact check, false, and then a few months later, it's the truth, and no one cares. They just keep going on, keep trusting these people. It, it, it's a repeat cycle. It just they lie, but time goes on. They don't talk about it, so no one cares about it, and then repeat cycle. Yeah, it's like people have such a short memory. Like like you said earlier, yeah. like, didn't you just see all this? Like, this just happened or, like, it, you lived through 9-11, you lived through the terrorist thing. It's the same, like, lingo, you know what I mean? They just change the words. It's the same verbiage yeah. of how they're trying to lead you off a cliff. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why they call them sheep. They just, whatever they hear, they just go with it. But, like, honestly, if I were... I don't know. Like it's it's it just like <laughs> part of me wants to like wake people up, and another part of me wants to like pitch these idiots pyramid schemes. <laughs> you know, like might I, as well make I, a I buck. <laughs> well, like it's like if you're this stupid, like I don't know. It's like the the shit that we do. It's it's not like it like makes a lot of money. You know, it's like it's just like a genuinely like good cause. But like, it's like, it would be so much easier to just like pump some BS. Or have you seen the show uh, on HBO Max? It's called uh, uh, The Righteous Gemstones. It's like a comedy movie, like with uh, Danny McBride. I mean, a a show it's uh, with Danny. Anyways, it's about evangelists, Christians, like those mega churches. And when I watch it, I'm like, well, no wonder people are so st- people give their money to people that are like, they're like, oh, yeah, if I give this fool 100 bucks, he's going to give my message to God. Like, and they're like, no, you could just pray for free at your house. <laughs> Dude, like, like I, I, I wrestle with both. Like, it's like if people are really that stupid, 
they deserve it, you know, like to an extent, like if you're going to believe that it, I don't know. Well, like I, I really see both sides of it and, um, it's, it's like, I, I hate Bill Gates and I think he's a piece of garbage, but like in the beginning I was like, Oh my God, like he's such a piece of shit. We're not overpopulated, but now it's like people are still wearing their masks in their car alone it's like maybe Bill Gates is right, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know, man. Yeah, it's tough at times, like, for sure. I just try to look at it as a more of a, uh, I try my best. To, of course, I'm going to laugh. If you're in your car by yourself and you especially you got that shield on too, I, I'm dude. cracking up. There's no way I'm not going to not laugh. <laughs> yeah. But we can't dehumanize right. each other. I think that's what the, the, the goal is. Like, that's how you get. Dude, but like, they dehumanize themselves by doing this. Like, I'm not, I'm not telling you to put a mask on and alone in your car like like when you're at that point you're you're gone man like it, it, it's sad but like it's like and that's how i look at it it's just like um well like i don't see like someone protected like i literally see like you are now a full victim of state propaganda like that's what i see when i see people obeying this like it people say oh it's just a mask like no it's literally like it's a symbol for like, I've, I'm now basically state owned and just whatever they tell me, um, just going to do, you know? Yeah. And that is scary. I do agree. That is scary. Cause those people are getting, giving their opinion on what's going to go on the country. And you're like, man, I don't know if you should get to weigh in on this. Cause <laughs> it's nuts. Well, they think that I think we're getting close to our time. Where can everybody catch you and stuff, man? Like all your links and everything. I'll put it all, send it to me and I'll put it all in the show um, notes as well. So, uh, so, so my main account is uh Huey media with one a, um, yeah, yeah. So I think this one has like three A's if I'm not mistaken, but, um, also YouTube is, uh, I, I just started like a, a YouTube called my TV told me, and I just do like, uh, just talk about the, the shit going on. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I hope to bring on some guests too. So who knows, maybe in the future I'll, uh, you, you can jump on one of the, one of the episodes. I'd love to, man. And I would just suggest, uh, since you got the YouTube channel, back it up on Odyssey. I don't know if you've messed with Odyssey. Odyssey will copy your whole, everything that you put over on YouTube, they will copy it onto Odyssey. So if they do decide to ax you on YouTube, uh, you'll still be safe with all your content. Gotcha. Yeah, I heard of it. So you can still monetize that, yes. right? Odyssey's, you can monetize with Odyssey as well. Decentralized, baby. <laughs> so... um is that like is there a lot of people on odyssey though like is that uh, it started with like, like music and stuff but i there, there is there's some people you know there's some things going on over there gotcha cool well um appreciate you coming on yeah, man uh, like uh, and definitely like i'm gonna link up with you after this and we'll try to get like a zoom one you know where we can kind of go further this only gives me an hour so we gotta like cut it short <laughs> you know it sucks yeah yeah dude and like yeah that's the thing like See, I don't like to well, like. I think it's smart though to to fight the battle on these platforms, and two because like it's like that's where we can reach the other side, or at least try to. But we're like these. I don't know. Like I, I feel like a lot of these like decentralized apps, like Telegram and stuff like that. It's like all I'm doing is just giving my opinion to more people that 
see what's up and think the same as me. And like, that's good for networking and like, you know, meeting like-minded people. But I don't think we're going to change anything that way. You know? Yeah. That's why I say it. I try to back up them just to back it up, just cause you know how they like to come up right behind you. Right. Cause it's really yeah. unexpected. A lot of the people that lose their accounts, like you said, it's just out of nowhere. Yeah. It's just like overnight. They just take it down. Well, definitely going to have to have you on here again, man. And, uh, and, uh, like I said, I'll link with you in the DMS. Um, you could catch all me, my stuff, you know, kill the mockingbirds, uh, Sean, Chris, my album, uh, dystopian paradise, which is, uh, that dropped, uh, nine 11 last year. And then I got a new single coming out next Friday, uh, called, uh, they want your freedom. And I'm going to play that on our way out, man. Appreciate you, man. You know how we do it here. Wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. Are right, we out? Don't let them take you away. They want your freedom. Don't let them take you away. They want your freedom. Don't let them take you away. They want your freedom. Don't let them take you away. They want your freedom.